What's up guys, it's your boy Toli Mitsu back with another banger and today we're going to be talking about Sun Tzu and the art of war. So I personally think there are a few principles or guidelines for warfare that can be applied to Tekken. After all Tekken has been linked to fast paced chess and there are many similar thought pro processes and patterns um, when we compare Tekken and warfare in my opinion. So let's get straight into it. So this guy called Sun Tzu advised that there are five principles which must be, must be considered in warfare. So the first is moral law, to be in complete harmony with their ruler so that they will follow him regardless of their lives. And when I say they, I mean the troops. And when I say the ruler, I mean the commander in chief, so the general. So if you watched my previous video, this will make a lot more sense. So I'm basically talking about training your psyche to trust your decision making. This means expelling the impulsive ID and moving closer to what your perfect self looks like and making decisions that always reflects this. The second decision is, or the second principle is heaven. So heaven is night and day, cold and heat, times and seasons. These are things that we have little control over, things like hunger, thirst, tiredness and your emotions and I know what you're thinking you can control these but you have to make a conscious effort to make sure all these things are in check I remember hearing about how JDCR has a strict regimen at tournaments and he often makes sure he sleeps at 10 p.m. the day before he is supposed to perform at a tournament you will almost see you'll see almost every Korean drink water in between sets these are things that you can do to negate any potential drawbacks or potential negative effects of not having adequate nutrition or adequate hydration or you know being tired. The third is earth. So earth means distances, danger, environment, chances of life and death. So these are situations within the game. Are you close to the wall? Do you have rage? Does your opponent have rage? Does your opponent have very good wall carry? Are you playing Ling? Who does a matchup favor? Okay, these are things you can consider in-game to make sure you're playing and you're making decisions that are based off of the, you know, these questions. Okay, And the fourth is commander, virtues of wisdom, sincerity, strictness. I think these can be condensed into one word, experience. So Tekken is often called a game of legacy skill and I think Kudans has already proved this by coming out of retirement and winning the TWT. Being able to have a sense of what to do in certain situations and being comfortable in lots of specific circumstances, having a sense of when your opponent is panicking and their state of mind, these things are what I would categorize as virtues of wisdom or experience. Method and discipline. So this is the last principle. Marshalling of the army of the subdivisions, maintenance of roads, control of military expenditure. This last principle is how you as a player combine all of the previous principles. So how can you tie together the principles and create a solid game plan with awareness of what we have just talked about? Not only in an actual game, but how do you take these things into consideration in practice mode? How often do you maintain your roads? Or should I say, how often do you practice X matchup? How do you control military expenditure? Or should I say, how do you distribute time to practice? Sun Tzu also said, he who knows this will know victory, he who does not will taste defeat. I think this is true for the most part, but I think that these are things that although they are important, they are not enough to win a game. There is another quote that really spoke to me and I think this ties in the principle theory very well. So, 
If you know the enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. If you know yourself but not the enemy, for every victory gained, you will also suffer a defeat. If you know neither the enemy nor yourself, you will succumb in every battle. Let's go into more detail and reverse engineer this. So, if you know neither the enemy nor yourself, you will succumb in every battle. In other words, if you don't know your character or your opponent's character, you will likely lose. The reason for this is because you don't know either character's strengths, weaknesses or main tools. So this means you cannot really start to formulate a plan of attack or defence because you have no basis to build one from. Assuming the opponent has superior knowledge in either their character or your character, um, they will likely beat you. So you will often see players become very upset and salty when they get beat by an opponent who they think is below them in terms of skill. If that upset player really understood the matchup and really was more knowledgeable in the matchup, they would not have suffered a loss. If you know yourself but not the enemy, for every victory gained, you will also suffer a defeat. Now let's assume you have a very deep understanding of your character. You can react to some very general decisions your opponent makes. If they start to sidestep left, you can use a move that tracks in that direction. If your opponent is using a lot of jabs, you can use a high crushing move to take away that option. If your opponent likes to get up kick, then you can use a move that stuffs this option. If your opponent likes to tech roll, then you can use a tech trap. However, you will not be able to adapt to character specific options and this is where the last piece of the quote comes in. If you know the enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. An example I like to use is Dragnov's back 4-1-2. This is a 3 hit string that is plus on block and the last hit is high. Now whatever you do, if you did not know the last hit is high, even if you jabbed, which is the fastest move in the game, you would not be able to do anything to take this tool away from them. However, if you did know that this is high, then you can duck and while standing punish. This still is a very generic way of dealing with it. If you know your character very well, you might be able to sneak in a high crush move that also has a similar effect. Not only this, but you were able to use movement to take away some of his key moves. So sidewalk left, for example, makes Dragnov's running to whiff and if you're experienced enough and knowledgeable, knowledgeable enough about your character, you can use the optimal back turn combo to deal insane damage. So now we know why it's important to keep in check the five principles and why it's important to understand yourself as well as the opponent. There is one more piece to the puzzle that really sets apart high level players. The ability to interrupt rhythm and knowing when to strike. So the actual quote is, swift as a wind, quiet as a forest, conquer like the fire, steady as the mountain. What does this mean? Well, I've been lucky enough to play a lot of high level players in my lifetime and when I ask for advice or how I can tighten up my game, they often say things like, uh, your rhythm was predictable, uh, your rhythm was the same, uh, your rhythm, your rhythm's, it's not good. Okay, so it took me a few years to really understand this, but it's something a lot of high level players employ and a lot of mid players actually struggle with this. Um, so in short, it means to choose your moment. Don't constantly sidewalk left to avoid one particular move because this will open you up for other moves. Don't constantly duck to avoid electrics or hell sweeps because this will open you up for other moves. The idea is to time your movement and offense to strike when the time is right. In other words, try not to telegraph your thoughts. Try not to telegraph what you're thinking. Okay. The idea is to appear strong when you are actually weak or appear weak when you are actually strong. Okay. After all, all warfare is based on deception. So what this really means is even though you know how to deal with a matchup, 
you shouldn't be constantly sidewalking left or sidewalking right or ducking in range two to avoid uh, certain key tools that the character has, okay? You should do it when the time is right. Strike when the time is right, okay? That's the important thing. So, yes, thank you everyone for listening to this. This was a relatively short episode. Um, if you did like the video, please subscribe. Um, and if you have something to say, comment. Even if it's something bad, please leave a comment. I really like to hear what you guys say. Um, I'm always on like Reddit Tech and replying to people and I always reply to people in the comment section as well. So whatever you want to say, just leave a comment and I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Um, the next episode out will be out on Thursday as planned. Um, I wanted to release this because I just felt like doing something because um, I have a lot of time now. So the next episode's out on Thursday and that will be about how language is a construct for tech and behavior. And I think this is, this is going to be a very interesting episode because we're going to go into some research uh, and possibly into some reason as to why certain countries are better at Tekken. Okay, so thank you for watching. Uh, I'll catch you guys in the next episode, hopefully. Peace.